Greetings, friends, and welcome to another edition of Pushing the Envelope, music decidedly left of center featuring the finest in the outer realms of contemporary music. From the worlds of rock, jazz, classical, world music, spoken word, ambient, electro, acoustic, etc., 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 with a healthy dollop of new and classic progressive rock and jazz rock fusion. My name is Joel Crutt. Welcome aboard. We open today's festivities with new music from composer, clarinet player, electronics modifier Louise Campbell. Her new release entitled Sources on the Redshift Music Label out of Canada. We heard a track called Songbird. Sources is a cycle of works inspired by the St. Lawrence Seaway, from the origin of some of its waters in Georgian Bay to the Magdalene Islands, a string of islands situated in the Gulf of the Seaway. The areas around these bodies of water are places where human life and livelihood is defined by waterways, weather, and climate change. Drawing on these experiences, this album, its companion outdoor installation and cultural mediation kit and workshop are meant to encourage and deepen its listeners' reflection on their own sense of place and connection with waterways. Notes from Louise Campbell. Ways you may make contact with Pushing the Envelope and yours truly by email pushing the envelope whus at gmail.com via the twitter feed at envpushher numeral one and you may listen eventually to this show and prior shows by searching on pushing the envelope at podbean p-o-d-b-e-a-n dot com We are going to open phase one with a release from viola player Kamiya Hisabi playing a work by Nilofar Nurbaksh entitled Veiled. And that's on the new Focus recording release entitled Namano Gaona. Per the notes, Veiled for Viola and Electronics was composed by Nilofar Nurbaksh and inspired by two specific subjects, the hijab and the veiled presence of women in Iran. The covered hair is a metaphor in general for women's presence in the society. On the other hand, I use the meaning and concept of veiled in creating sounds from the instrument that dissolve or are covered in various ways. In 2017, a series of protests known as the Girls of Angelob Street, Revolution Street, movement took place against the compulsory hijab for women in Iran. Nor Baksh recalls being moved by this event and the tragedy and violence it provoked and was motivated to center veiled on it. New music from Kimia Hisabi. As we enter phase one of today's Pushing the Envelope here on 91.7 WHUS.
นี่ขันไว้เดียวดูดีสักคนนะ
And so we return, finishing up phase one with new music off a compilation called Comp 22, 42 seconds, number six. And this is out on the Owl Ripper recording label. And we heard a track called Iwas, A-I-W-A-S-S, from Imaginary Beings. Iwas is the name given to a voice that the English occultist and magician Alistair Crowley reported to have heard on April 8th, 9th, and 10th in 1904. Crowley reported that this voice, which he considered originated from a non-corporeal being, dictated a text known as the Book of the Law. And the thing about this compilation, it's called 42 seconds because every track, and there are many of them, are 42 seconds. Before that, a new release from Art Metropole. And this is a book and recordings to go along with it. And we heard a track off of this called To Valerie Solanus and Marilyn Monroe in recognition of their desperation. The yellow light section, and we'll explain that in a sec. From Pauline Oliveros and Christopher Wiles off an album and package called Resonance Gathering. And this part I'm going to read you is from Pauline Oliveros's score from September 28, 1970, for any group or groups of instrumentalists, six to large orchestra. Under performing directions, it says, the basis of composition is their performance by all players of very long tones, and any possible modulation or variation of any part of the tone which does not note change of the fundamental frequency of the tone. All players select five different pitches without consulting each other. At least two of the pitches must be in a non-diatonic or dissonant relationship with the other three pitches. Pitch choice should be influenced also by registers which are comfortable and afford the greatest variety of modulation. An unmodulated long tone has a very soft or long attack and release and is sustained at one dynamic level. The duration of the three sections is controlled by the lighting system. And we're hearing section two, which is all yellow light, indicating that they should borrow pitches and modulation techniques from other players in addition to continuing their own selected pitches and modulation techniques. Finally, each performer should try to influence the overall timbre of the piece, for the most part blending sounds rather than dominating. If a player is too loud, it is the responsibility of the ensemble to raise the general dynamic level. Interesting score, to say the least, from Pauline Oliveros. From the assemblage who goes by the name of Scatter, featuring Phil Minton on voice, Pat Thomas on piano and electronics, Dave Tucker on electric and acoustic guitars, and Roger Turner on drums and percussion. We heard a track off their new release called On a Clear Day out on 577 Records called Like This. 
The group Scatter was formed in 92 by keyboard maestro Pat Thomas with the intent of approaching the sonorities and energy of rock music with the quiet intensity via non-idiomatic improvisation. Throughout their many years together, Scatter has continued to develop and nurture a philosophy of pure group improvisation. The music is never discussed before creation. The album was recorded live at Cafe Oto in London in 2017. Before that, part one of a 50-minute piece entitled La Rage, featuring percussion and electroacoustics from Martin Daigle, playing a piece composed by Pierre-Alexander Tremblay of Daigle's new release on Ravello Records' Drum Machine. The liner notes note that Tremblay is an internationally renowned musician, composer, and performer who's involved in a variety of contemporary jazz and electroacoustic musical contexts. During his studies in England, Tremblay was inspired by Louis Hamelin's book entitled La Rage. The book influenced the composition of this 50-minute solo, also called La Rage, a reading of Louis Hamlin's novel for free jazz drummer, eight-channel tape, and real-time processing. And we opened that set with violist Kimia Hesabi performing Nilufar Nurbaksh, composition Veiled, off the album Namano Gaona, out on the new Focus recording label. Let us move along to phase two with music from Philip Glass featuring violinist Robert McDuffie in tandem with the London Philharmonic Orchestra conducted by Marin Alsop. We're going to hear pieces of Philip Glass's Violin Concerto Number no. 2, which was composed for McDuffie in the summer and autumn of 2009. And per Philip Glass, the work was preceded by several years of occasional exchanges between Bobby and myself. He was interested in music that would serve as a companion piece to the Vivaldi Four Seasons concertos. I agreed to the idea of a four-movement work, but at the outset was not sure how that correspondence would work in practice between the Vivaldi concertos and my own music. And they continued to not really see eye, eye on that. Uh, the Violin Concerto Number no. 2 is subtitled The American Four Seasons. Philip Glass also notes, instead of the usual cadenza, I provided a number of solo pieces for Bobby, thinking they could be played together as a separate concert music when abstracted from the whole work. They appear in the concerto as a prelude to the first movement and three songs that precede each of the following three movements. So what I did was took the sections, prologue, song numbers one, two, and three, from the violin concerto, and basically edited together this separate piece of concert music. So we will hear in that order, prologue, song number one, song number two, and song number three, from Philip Glass's violin concerto number two. As we enter phase two of today's Pushing the Envelope, here on 91.7 WHUS.
so we wrap up another edition of Pushing the Envelope with music from percussionist David Van Tegum. His 1987 release, originally out on private music, entitled Safety in Numbers, we heard a track entitled Night of the Cold Noses. You can get that on Bandcamp now, directly from David Van Tegum. That featured Tony Levin on bass, Richard Landry, who's played with both Philip Glass and Steve Reich on flute, Richard J. Van Tegum on shortwave radio, and Ned Sublette on pedal steel. Prior to that, we heard the classic solarization from Billy Cobham. In this case, off the compilation Rudiments, the Billy Cobham Anthology came out in 2001 on the Rhino Atlantic label classic King Crimson Elephant Talk from the 1981 album on Warner Brothers Discipline. Prior to that, Lonesome Train from the Soldier String Quartet, composed by Dave Soldier, off the album Sojourner Truth, out on the Newport Classic label from 1991. Soldier String Quartet is made up of Dave Soldier and Laura Seaton on violins, Ron Lawrence on viola, and Mary Wooten on cello, in addition to featuring on this track Michael Suchorsky on drums. And the solos you hear are transcribed from Jimi Hendrix and the Band of Gypsies. And prior to that, we heard music from pianist Jacob Greenberg playing a George Lewis composition entitled Endless Shout off Jacob Greenberg's current release out on the Furious Artisans label entitled Living Language. And according to George Lewis, Endless Shout is part of an open-ended striated network of sonic codes that announce membership in what literary theorist Houston A. Baker Jr. calls the Blues Matrix. Baker's notion of blues utterance presents a living, mutable, mobile, noisy, unstable, vibrant, and ultimately infinite set of postmodern possibilities. The work pays homage to the great stride and boogie-woogie pianists. James P. Johnson, Lucky Roberts, Willie, The Lion Smith, Thomas Fats Waller, Albert Ammons, Pete Johnson, Mead Lux Lewis, Dorothy Donegan, and Winifred Atwell. Endless Shout is dedicated to Muhal Richard Abrams, whose passion for the music of these brilliant artists led me to a deeper understanding of their impact on American culture while provoking me to reinterpret blues utterance in the light of my own present-day experience. The piece was originally commissioned by pianist Frederick Zhusky. And we started that set out with the prologue and songs number one, two, and three from Philip Glass's Violin Concerto Number no. 2, The American Four Seasons, featuring violinist Robert McDuffie playing with the London Philharmonic Orchestra conducted by Marin Alsop. And that is a 2010 release on the Orange Mountain Music label. Have a good week, my friends, and we will see you next time. Until then, take care. Thank <laughs> you.